What's up and welcome back to Real Ballers Read. Miles and I are so excited to be here for a holiday special. We're wrapping up the <laughs> we're wrapping up 2022. So this is the year in review yes. for Real Ballers Read. Yes. Um so Miles, just to open it up, man, how you been doing? What are you thinking at the end of the year now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've been doing fine. I've been sick for the last week. I think I've had the flu, so that's just been I'm not really used to being sick, so yeah, that was an L. But, you know, I'm feeling great getting back into the swing of things now. And, um, yeah, how I'm thinking about the year. Yeah, this last week was a great time to think about a lot of things. And I, I feel like I was kind of reading without a lot of direction and uh. intention. I think uh. that can be a great thing. So depending on, you know, what phase of life you're in and what you're looking for and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think without a purpose to my reading, I had a harder time, like, piecing together um, my journey and my real feelings and emotions towards what I was reading. I think it's a lot e- easier to connect things into a story and into this like kind of inner narrative when you know mm. why you were reading what whatever you were reading right so in that sense it does feel like kind of a blur and yeah I, I think part of it too when I had a lack of general direction with what I was reading like I was saying that that's you know freedom and just choosing whatever book interested me at the time but i think also that that came with a change in my expectations where they were pretty low going into every book because it was always just such a radical shift or a change mm. as to where um every book ended up feeling about the same too so really yeah oh man for one thing, I am curious, you know, if you had any highlights of the year. Obviously, we read a lot of books for this podcast and the conversations mm-hmm. that we have with guests, but you did do a good amount of reading on your own. And yeah. right, it seems like even with what you're describing as not being as fully intentional as you would have mm-hmm. liked, uh, you were going into every book with, you know, a certain curiosity. Yeah, right. Definitely, definitely. And even thinking just about a book like Native Son, mm-hmm. which we had a conversation on a couple months ago. Um, there are some other books that you've mentioned in conversation, right? So could you talk a little bit more, though, about like the kinds of books that you were reading? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think there are any takeaways from all of them, even though, you know, as you were saying that they were kind of all over the place? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I would say my big highlights are Native Son, and I think Native Son is one of them because I was really intentional about that one. I don't read many novels, especially at that length and that are that dense. So I was very proud that I was able to get through that. And yeah, most of what I read is nonfiction, right? So 
I think that's part of the blur too, is just so many of them end up talking about the same principles, um, which are, I think there is just kind of a general principle of awareness and, and that, you know, you, you, you can find in a book like nonviolent communication mm-hmm. all the way to a business book. Right. So it's, they always are implicitly teaching you to be aware of the things that they're talking about, right? Mm. So, like, like when you're not reading the book, like right? Being aware of it all the time, right? Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I think nonviolent communication was this this year, and if it was, I think that was still a big one. What was it this this year? I, I think it might have been last yeah. year. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, it was, was a long, it was a long year. Yeah, we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day, just how it really did feel like almost two years, um, just because we both had huge moves in 2022. You moved from Brooklyn to Chicago. I moved from Germany back to Chicago. Um, these were both huge moves that basically happened over the summer into the fall. And they really have made this year feel like two years and one, maybe three, potentially. Um, we had a huge trip. In Europe over the summer, I've obviously been going back and forth between Chicago and D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what was that like for you, just generally being at this huge point of transition in your life and, mm-hmm. you know, reading, having its own sort of position in that context? You know, I think I think often I forgot to read as much as I should, given everything that was going going on between work and, and moving. And yeah, I do wish I could go back and make sure that I was doing that. I think that would help with making me feel a little more grounded, but that's okay. And, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it was a long, long year for all of those reasons, but really excited for 2023 and reading with more intention, reading more fiction and just generally more settled so yeah but what about you what about your year and review for reading yeah well germany was such an interesting place because i feel like i was just reading so much i was basically reading like two books a week and i have gratefully luckily had a lot of that intention just because of my huge interest in like water and that intersection of black folks and water our relationships with our environments in general and I think in this last year, I just decided to go even deeper and continue digging deeper and deeper into that topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting, though, is how even with even with all that I did read, I'm at a point now where I feel like there's more than ever that I still want to read. And it's not like I'm getting anywhere near to the bottom of the list of all the things that I got to read. If anything, that list is just growing even bigger. And that's sometimes uh, overwhelming and daunting, but I definitely did enjoy getting to read like a lot more fiction this year, definitely a lot more poetry and plays like A Raisin in the Sun. So really just getting used to reading lots of different forms and seeing all the different forms that reading can take uh, was a big part of my year. Of course, 
Germany was its own kind of world because I really was just staying inside all day reading. I was six hours ahead of everybody in the US. So I, I could really kind of have the entire day to just read and do whatever I wanted. Um, it was literally just walking, reading, writing, listening to music, those four things, eating, cooking, whatever. So pretty basic. But once I came back to the US in like May and June, I mean, there's a time period of like maybe three months in the middle of this year where I wasn't like reading or writing anything, uh, which I obviously was just going through a lot, had a lot happening. But I think it did kind of show itself just in even what we were doing with Real Ballers Read. I mean, you know, we had uh, Glory come on as our 40th episode, and then we went like a couple of months not recording anything. We uh, have taken lots of breaks with posting. But then, you know, as soon as the fall kind of comes around, I feel a little more settled. I'm back into reading and, you know, we decide to just start posting every week. Right. And I think even just having consistency in one place with the podcast definitely helped me with having more consistency in other areas as well. Um, But to make the year even crazier, I ended up going from an unintentional pause in reading for a couple of months to for the last few months of the year, not reading much at all. Um, because I started this book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And she was describing how reading for a lot of people is a shield. And it's something that you do because it's like productive. It's quote unquote productive in reading a book. Uh, but it can potentially be a way of procrastinating on other things that you want to do. And I definitely do read to procrastinate from other things. So I think with my goal, my dream of like putting out a book, having it published and released on my birthday, I was like, you know what? I think it's time to quiet down all of the other voices that I'm constantly listening to and needing to listen to through books and really just kind of stop reading altogether. So it's really it's been really interesting in the last couple of weeks since wrapping up my book where I want to get back into reading like more consistently. Uh, but it's hard, you know, because I think it's so easy to just get into the flow of the day and have lots of tasks going on. And in very similar ways, we feel like we're at a point of being slightly overwhelmed and excited about a lot of projects. And, you know, remembering to make time for reading is always a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At what point do you think... You were like, yeah, I've known you, you know, as someone who's sat through books a week for the entire year. Mm -hmm. So where do you think is the medium between that and not reading at all? Or where do you feel Mm. best? Yeah, right now. So, I mean, I know I've read a lot of books this year. Um, I do track everything in my spreadsheet, but I haven't even thought to count like oh this is how many books I read in the year I would say that somewhere around like a book every one to two weeks is about right for me um because I really do like having 30 minutes to an hour every day to really get into reading because I think um at its best for me my reading time is most enjoyable when I'm able to get into a flow really kind of write and take notes um along the way. And I just need time for that. So I think that 30 to 60 minutes every day 
is definitely my goal. And just by doing that, you can get through lots of books just by being consistent with that 30 to 60 minutes a day. And I think that's definitely the healthiest for me and for a lot of people, I think. It really doesn't take much time to make a lot of progress with reading. But yeah, I've gone, I've definitely gone, I've definitely gone days where I was reading for eight hours that day or, you know, zero and just being completely out of it, feeling like I was going through the motions um, in both ways, right? Whether it's like reading the entire day or not reading anything at all, still feeling like I was on default mode or something. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my answer. Right. What are you looking forward to uh, doing in 2023 in terms of reading? Wow. Well, 2023 is going to be my year of poetry and plays. Mm. Um, I really want to continue exploring those two forms. Um, You know, of course, I just put together my book of poetry and I would love to be in conversation with more uh, poets that I, I literally like I'm not schooled or trained at all in poetry except for what I know from like music and Muhammad Ali and those few poets that I am familiar with but I'd really love to get to know more poetry and just all the forms that it can take um plays as well are really interesting to me because the of just the importance of dialogue I think I'm really uh when it comes to writing I'm really afraid of writing dialogue you know like I think we have great conversations but then when it comes to actually writing down other people's conversations, there's just something there that I feel blocked about. And I think plays are, are a really interesting form for seeing how conversation can move a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my thing now is, you know, if obviously I still have that same interest thematically in, in Black folks and water, um, but I am starting to pay a lot more attention to the form mm-hmm. that I'm reading. Something that I've noticed a handful of people saying even in the bookstagram world is just how a lot of people are less interested in reading like the big super long books mm-hmm. and we're interested in like reading shorter books uh and i think there's a lot that we could say about that just in right. terms of like our attention spans or our capacity for stuff mm-hmm. but i think there is definitely a skill in being able to write something that's provocative and evocative in very few words, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's definitely a skill to practice, even when there's so much more that we could be saying about, right. you know, what is it about this, about this time when folks just, yeah, just don't want to really be open in like a 600 page book, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you though, Miles? What are your intentions for, 2023 and uh specifically with reading yeah i mean i think i'm really starting to separate you know reading from my ego and realizing that yeah it's not about the amount of books that you read Mm -hmm. um or saying that you've read certain books this is really a practice that is yours and yours entirely and yeah, like you should form in the way that I want that both strengthens my ability as a writer, as a human in general, right? So for me in 2023, I want to 
definitely have a purpose for everything that I read. And even if that's like just a short sentence or goal um, tied to a specific book, I, I think that will really help in making sure I know why I'm reading what I'm reading and will help with the, the completion of books too. I feel like I did start a lot of books and finished some just didn't end up being good, but I feel like I just wouldn't even start a lot of the books that I had started uh, mm-hmm. being more inten- intentional about them, right? So mm-hmm. that's definitely my uh, goal and plan for 2023. And yeah, like reading a book at least one every two two weeks, one a month, I, I'm really trying to take it slow. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. But right, if I can end the year with 12 books that like really meant a lot to, to me and I was like intentional about, that's a really great year. Cause right this year, I would only really say one that I feel was like aligned on all of those things. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, something else too that's, uh, definitely on my mind for just reading and what I'm really looking forward to for next year is that we have been going to the library a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think being in uh, Oak Park, this neighborhood together and being so close to a library has been a game changer in a lot of ways mm-hmm. that we're only beginning now to appreciate. Um, I have a whole stack of 10 books right back here that are checked out from the library, automatic renewal, you know, uh, but no, I think uh, something that I'm very much still learning and trying to get through and overcome is just my relationship of like books and money and like having to like mm-hmm. feeling like I need to buy books, I think, because I'm constantly wanting to write in them or just get really excited. But the library has been, I think, really crucial for feeling like there's a place that I can go and have more than enough books to select from and really kind of connect with librarians on recommendations and whatnot. Um, but being totally free, you know, and um, that's definitely something for 2023 is just continuing to go to the library as much as possible for everything, getting into events more, continue to check out lots of books from the library, and then just taking notes on the side rather than feeling like I have to mm-hmm. buy and pay for every book that I read. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Ballers Read. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. And we will catch you again in an episode next week.